Hello and welcome to Charmed, I'm sure, a Southern Charm podcast hosted by me, Catherine. And no Yvette at the moment because she is genuinely so unwell and has little to no voice. I think even if she had been unwell, she would have recorded, but she cannot speak. So we are aware that this episode was a really good one and we really, really wanted to get some content out, let you all know what was going on and let you know that we will be back together to do the rest of this episode. So the plan is I am going to cover the first part of this episode, which is very happily split between a few things that happen and then the main part, which is obviously JT's party. So I am going to cover the first part of this episode and I hope I do a decent job. Bear with me. I'm going to try. Um, I'm probably going to use lots of British slang that everyone doesn't understand and Yvette isn't here to explain. But maybe it can be a fun game. What does Catherine mean? Who knows? So we're going to do season nine, episode seven, the beginning of it. So let's get into it. So as with all Southern Charm episodes, well, most of them, we get Madison previously on Southern Charm. And then we're going to go into the usual thing of them doing like, what's going on around Charleston? The music was very, very different. And I think the music was different because one of the things it does, and I wasn't sure about this, everyone, I'd be interested to know what other people think, is that they show an angle of a picture of Olivia's brother and flowers. And then they show Olivia going to sit down at the end of the jetty or pier or whatever it is at her house. Very Dawson's Creek of her. I'm not sure if that needed including, but I suppose it reminded us all of that very sad thing that happened and yeah poor Olivia then we've got Whitney inviting Austin to his for drinks and we've got then going into Shep and Taylor with their dogs and this is the first time their dogs are meeting what a momentous occasion eh and Shep refers to these dogs as children of divorce which um, Penelope wasn't around Shep so let's use some sense here and Yvette's not here to stick up for you so let's go so Shep is telling Taylor about what happened with little Craig and the vets and he's going to have to have something done with his nasal passages. What Shep then says to us in his confessional is, well, it might be unfair for us to be friends and for me to want that, but I am not experienced in all of these things and this is what I would like to happen and who knows. And then... And this happens more than once this episode. They get into talking about Olivia, understandably, of course. But Shep says... And this is a nice thing to hear that he went to Olivia's house and everyone seemed in good spirits and it's about sort of normalising things now. And I don't know whether it's just because I'm not the biggest fan of Taylor and I think people know that. And, and there's a lot in this episode, we will have a lot to say at the end of it, I will say that, but there's a lot in this episode that where I sort of like, I'm in two minds. But Taylor immediately brings it onto herself. So rather than going, oh, I'm so glad everyone's starting to feel a bit better. I'm so glad that like things are starting to come round. She's like, oh yeah, well, you know, whenever it starts to die down and reality sets in. And I was like, Taylor, like, oh my God, this isn't about you and you having to deal with this with Olivia. This is about Olivia. And Shep's like, oh, well, you know, the next move's going to be how you want the relationship to look. And Taylor's like, I've breached trust with a friend. And Shep says, what you need to say to her is, I should have told you. I am really sorry this will never happen again. I really, really want us to be friends. And Taylor's in a confessional and she says to us, watching a friend go through, this is absolutely awful. And it's bad because I don't feel like I can be there for her because she doesn't want it. And again, might be being unfair, but it all seems very much centred around Taylor and how Taylor feels about all of this, which is interesting. Um, 
and then Shep asks Taylor what else is going on and what's happening. And, and Taylor's like, oh, I'm just learning to navigate this friendship. And he's like, well, I like you and you like me. And I think there's a real value in us knowing each other so well. And Taylor's like, yeah, blue skies ahead then. And then Craig vomits, which is exactly how I felt about, not Craig Conover, of course, little Craig vomits. And it's kind of how I felt about this scene. Um, I don't... They're being, as far as I'm concerned, they're being friends for the cameras. They're doing it because they need people to film with. They've got to have this. I would actually prefer to see them at each other's throats because it's a reality TV show. What do I know though? So then we're going to have Whitney's, get, Whitney is having the boys around for drinks. Craig comes in. Now, I couldn't work out what, which was what was happening in this situation. So Craig comes in and picks up like a cane or a walking stick. And what I thought was interesting is Whitney says, oh, you look sharp. Which I was like, yeah, of course he does because he's got Paige DeSorbo dressing him. And then Austin walks in directly into this this cane or walking stick that Craig is now brandishing and pulling it around. And then he like seems to pull out the end and it's a sword. Someone talk me through it. Um, also, don't give that man a sword. Did we not learn from last season that Craig is not good with swords? Um, and also he drinks a lot. Don't give any of these people swords. Then we've got, oh no, he pulls the sword on Rodrigo as he comes in. That's what happens. Um, brilliant. So then Whitney is saying he knows how to welcome guests and he does it with drinks and food. And then we get a whole funny bit about what Craig did last time he was at Whitney's house or the last time he was at Whitney's house on the show, which was essentially get absolutely hammered, um, spill red wine over Miss Pat's about 45 grand sofa, couch, and then brick chair. And we get a flashback of all of this, which is really funny. And Craig is very, very messy. And Whitney says to us, like, Craig is a fucking idiot, which there's truth in it when you look at that flashback. So Craig says, you know, it's really incredible. It came out of the couch. Like, thank God it did. I think he talked about it in the season eight reunion that it came out of the couch. Then we've got Rod here. And this is Rod's first time at Miss Pat's. And JT shows up. And again, he's got beef eater gin. Very British of him. A London gin. And then JT also, we find out it's his first time at Miss Pat's. And JT says to us, like, I think that um, Whitney's upbringing was more posh than his. Um, Whitney's upbringing was more posh than most people's. But our JT, like, you didn't have a super privileged upbringing with your mommy and your mommy snacks and poppy seed and your nice house decorated by your very, very talented mother. So come on, let's not have that. Let's not talk like that. So we have bro hugs and then Austin wants charcuterie and Craig asks to put a bottle of red in the fridge. Why not, Craig? I don't mind a bottle of wine from the fridge. They like to do that in Spain with Rioja. So Austin then sits on the couch with Rod and it's kind of awkward. And Austin's like, oh, you know, last time we were here, Craig spilt red wine on that couch riveting stuff really riveting stuff and Rod's like oh, I'll try not to make a mess and Austin asks Rod how he is and Rod says yeah he's good um Austin then continues to obsess over the charcuterie board because who wouldn't and Craig then comes in and there's an awkward silence and then everyone else comes in and Austin <laughs> asks Whitney why don't you make a den because this is all tea and crumpets. Um, the reason he doesn't make a den, Austin, and you know the reason for this, is because it is not his house. He lives in it with his mummy. 
So JT asks where Miss Pat is at this point and she's out and about. And then JT, the ultimate creepy mummy's boy and possibly one of the reasons why I don't like him that much and he's he's not really doing much to bring me around, especially later in the episode, which again, me and Yvette will get onto. But he asks where Whitney's favourite mummy and son spot to eat is. Like, oh my God. I love my mother, but I don't have a favourite mother-daughter spot to eat. Like, this is, again, just... There's a line between being a mummy's boy and being a mummy's boy, and JT is crossing it. The line is a dot to JT. So, they talk about places to eat, and the bar 167 is bought up. And <laughs> Whitney says, Oh, that's where Austin told me you tried to hit on his new girl. And we get a flashback to Rod telling... Austin about Olivia and Whitney's like well why would you tell him why would you tell him and Rod says oh well it's a respect thing it's easier to navigate and actually again arguably I think it's nice of Rod to tell Austin he didn't really owe that to him I think it was because of the cameras if you want me to be honest I think because it made a good little bit of TV which it absolutely did make a good bit of TV we all enjoyed watching that so to be honest, that's why he told him to create a bit of drama. But I love the fact that it's Whitney as the executive producer, as he does, and he does this through this episode, is bring things up so people will talk about it on camera. Fair's fair, Whitney. Fair's fair. Still think you're a creep. Austin says that he needs to go and Craig follows. And then people start asking Rod if he's seen Olivia. And he says a little bit and he's dropped food off. And Whitney asks how she is and, and Rod's like, you know, you know, she's as well as she can be. And then JT. Again, there's a little bit, I feel, of, of people sort of almost playing a little bit on what's happened to Olivia and her family. and It's almost like used as a sort of launch pad to do other things. So Taylor going, oh, well, when Olivia's over this, then we're going to have to talk about what happened. And it's like, leave it alone. Don't think about it. Just be there in the moment. But JT's like, well, you know, I postponed my launch of my event space or whatever the hell it is that is mommy designed. And um, so I'm going to have a dinner. And um, what he says to us in his confessional is that he doesn't know how to launch when people are in mourning. And so he pivoted to a dinner to bring people together, which sure, I still, I get, I get, I'm, I'm being really, really um, sceptical and I'm just being really sceptical this episode, aren't I? Because I just think it's like JT's desperate to get this, this event space on this show like it's that sort of bravo business thing isn't it and and why not I suppose Yvette would tell me off and go but why why else would you be on a show when you've got lots of businesses if not to promote those businesses so yeah sure but mm, to go oh but I pivoted it rather than just going I'm having this dinner for Olivia it goes oh well I didn't launch my space because of Olivia but now I'm gonna have this dinner for her just say you're having a dinner for Olivia so people can be there for her how about that oh and then they ask about dress code and it's like sort of Charleston preppy. And JT's like, right, well, how I'm dressed right now, of course. Oh, and um, then we get Craig and Austin in the kitchen chatting. And Austin says that he went to therapy today. Good, Austin, keep going, keep doing the work. And Craig says, did you talk about what's going on? And Austin says, yeah, like it brings up a lot of memories. And we get a flashback to the first time we found out about this has happening to Austin, which is when he told Chelsea about it. And um, he tells Craig that she texted him today and he says, oh, hey, I was checking in on you. And she said, I hate that we share this pain, but the comfort, it's a comfort for me to know that you're in it with me. 
And Craig says to us in his inner confessional, I know that he's familiar with the feelings Olivia's gone through, but what he doesn't realise is that talking with Olivia isn't what's best for her. And everyone knows I love Craig, but I Craig doesn't get to decide what's best for Olivia. And Olivia and Austin's relationship wasn't super, super deep. Olivia says, and I think she says it in the pretty much one of the very next scenes, that it is not about Austin. It doesn't go that deep. It is about Taylor. So I don't think personally and we'll see how it works out I think Olivia having Austin to talk to and actually them not having that deeper relationship probably really helps because she she says she wasn't super hurt by him so I think like personally I think Craig's talking out of turn there because you don't get to decide what's best for someone especially when they go through something like this so then we get a sad little scene with Madison and Brett and they're making snacks and we find out Madison's parents have been there and she's like, oh, I think they felt sorry for me because I was by myself. And she says, yeah, like it's a long distance marriage and we make it work. It's fine. And then Hudson comes in really, really upset and he's a bit like sort of bruised and banged and he's saying like oh someone bit him someone bit him I was like oh my god what is going on here some kid literally seemed to have attacked Hudson and bit him do kids do this I don't think this has ever happened to my children but I felt so bad for Hudson he's absolutely like tearful it looks like this kid bit him more than once as well it wasn't just like you know like Hudson like bumped into him so he bit him or something like that like it seems like he bit him on the leg and stuff which is just awful and Madison's hugging him and Brett takes him off to clean up and Madison is really upset and she starts crying which you really feel and she says to us that being a parent is the hardest and most rewarding thing I've ever done but when he feels something I feel it at times 100 and it's that's the thing that makes me want to lose it and she's really really upset about this and Brett comes back in and hugs her and she's like shaking and saying, why would someone do this? Why would someone do this? And she tells us again that Brett has been a game changer and he's very neutral and he keeps it together, which as a firefighter, you would hope you would have those qualities. And Hudson then comes back and they talk about what's happened. And yeah, we find out that I think that he was on a bike maybe and this kid bit him, which is just awful. And Brett and Madison are just like hugging him and saying, oh, are you OK? Are you OK? Very sad scene and I know Yvette would have had thoughts about that because she has a Hudson too. Ah. So the last scene I'm going to do now is Olivia and Rod having a drink at a bar by the beach. I will say this, I think I've said it already before, that the idea, the very notion of meeting in an outside space and at one point Olivia takes a jumper off because she's obviously warm and Rod is wearing short sleeves in January or February being sat outside in short sleeves especially by the beach where I live would never happen it would never happen it doesn't even happen in the bloody summer everyone freezing so I was slightly jealous of that and this bar looks really cool I think it was called a wind jammer but Olivia and Rod meet and she thanks him for getting her out of the house and he takes her up to the bar and they order drinks and what she says is that today is Connor's 33rd birthday and this is becoming a reality which is just so sad and what she says to us she has got a lovely new confessional look Olivia she's got this really cool red top on and she looks gorgeous and she says I haven't been out and I've been really really cooped up so it's really really nice to get out of the house and spend time with Rod who is 
who really has a calming presence and I'm comforted by him, which is lovely. And what she says to him is, I appreciated the support from him. And what she says is, Austin stepped up as a friend as everyone else did as well. And she says that she's not sure if he's been looped in with all the Taylor and Austin stuff. And he's like, yeah, like I've some of it. But mostly it seems to keep changing, which, yes, exactly. Yearrod is back in the building being lovely and keeping it real because the story does keep changing. This is my main issue with the whole thing. And it happens later this episode as well is that people don't really keep on track with what's what they're mad at and what they're saying. It's it's an interesting one. And what Olivia says, and this is something I referenced earlier in the episode, and I think it's really, really important to focus on this specific thing, because I think that this is idea that Austin isn't getting enough shit, but because Austin did stuff wrong, and he absolutely did stuff wrong, but Austin was, again, she, Olivia says it better, so I'm going to let, I'm going to go over to what Olivia says. Olivia says that she actually expected it from Austin, but not Taylor. And it's so much easier to mend these things with Austin, which might seem weird and she's not forgiving him. But the cut, it's not as deep. And with Taylor, it's trying to put that friendship back together, which I think is, is exactly it is that really with Austin, he didn't portray her in the same way because she didn't have the same feelings. She thought Taylor was her friend. But also I think one of the things that Olivia has to deal with, which Madison raises a number of times, is that, and we've raised as well, is that Taylor was a shoulder for Olivia to cry on. Olivia was talking to Taylor constantly and all the time Taylor was doing this stuff. And that's what's so dark about it. And then Taylor's coming off sort of all innocent. And well, I was just upset. And you know, it's not an excuse being up set is not an excuse to screw your friends over like by all means screw Shep over but don't Olivia didn't deserve to be taken down in the crossfire here so Olivia then says you know I don't want this to be all we talk about but I just like wanted to like let you know and what I wanted to do was talk to you because these people are your friends. You know them better than I do. You've known them longer than I have. What Rod says back to her is I try to live by accord and handle myself in a certain way. And Olivia's like, yeah, values and morals. And what Rod says is, Austin likes to sound like he's doing that. Then he snakes about. And she sort of laughs and says, well, that's a good way of putting it. And I was a bit sort of like, oh, yeah, probably accurate. I'm not sure. I think that the thing is here is that Austin is genuinely trying to do the right thing with Olivia. He's trying to be there for her. And everyone seems to have a problem with it. And I kind of understand why. But Olivia is able to make her own decisions. And I think that she says it really well here is that Austin's not so important to her that he can really hurt her. And she, what she also says a couple of times in this episode is that they have this terrible thing in common. And it has been a massive comfort for her to be able to talk to Austin. So I get why people want to shit on Austin in the usual sense, because he does do a lot of stuff that really deserves shitting on. But in this sense, I don't think that Austin deserves to have people go at him like this because he, he's try, he's trying in this very particular context so I think shitting on Austin in this particular context is unfair and I think that that's kind of what Rod's doing but also at the same time is he right mm, yeah yeah he is so 
what Rod tells us in a confessional is that Austin's decision making is all about him and in his eyes he's the victim but he's always cause of the problem every time which again is accurate it is accurate but within this very specific context where Olivia said Austin has been there for me and he's like done nice things and he is not as important to me as Taylor so he's hurt me a lot less none of these things make sense and I don't know if it's the idea or I don't know if it's just people wanting to go at Austin which again is kind of understandable given some of his behaviour but it just it, for me it's sort of like don't take away from the good things that people do even when they're a bit arsehole as Austin can often be and again said with love I really like Austin so then Olivia says our dates are not going to be based around Austin and and all of this stuff and I appreciate you taking it slow with me and what Rod says is I just really want to hang out with you again and we can go to JT's thing together and I'm just interested seeing where it goes and if it goes somewhere you you won't find me making out with Taylor which fair enough and she laughs and she says I knew you would find a way to make me laugh which is just so lovely and so sort of nice to see is Taylor just just having a bit of a chuckle with Rod and Rod being really, really nice to her. So after that, what we go into is, of course, is people getting ready for JT's party and then JT's party. So Yvette and I will pick that up hopefully really, really soon. Hopefully you will see us in the next 24 hours or so. Yvette is currently mainlining whiskey. So not only are you going to get me and Yvette, but Yvette's probably going to be absolutely hammered. Not pissed because that's not what you guys say. It means something totally different. Yvette's going to be battered. She's going to be drunk. She's going to be paralytic because all she's doing is drinking whiskey for a voice, everyone we will really look forward to seeing you if you keep an eye on our social media or make sure that you'd like to subscribe ever wherever you get your podcast you'll be able to see an episode pop up and we're really sorry to split this not what we wanted to do but we really want to keep everyone in the loop and let you know so social media like and subscribe and also while you're there why not leave us a cheeky five-star review it really helps we'll see you in a matter of moments everybody thank you so much for listening goodbye